the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast calling for a kind of cloudy rest of the afternoon. Still a little sun at times. 54 the high down to 39 tonight as the skies, uh, skies cloud up more. Make it some rain overnight. Then tomorrow looks to be cloudy and rainy. High 55 for Sunday. Mix the clouds and sun and a high of 47. So it's our famous Friday show. And we're excited about that. We have our fun pun segment to cap things off at the back end. Some surprises along the way and batting lead off with uh, Plugged In, which is a ministry of focus on the family. We'll bring in a guest, Adam Holtz, in a moment. He's replacing, along with Kristen Smith and Jonathan McKee, a gentleman named Bob Walzazuski, I think is how you say his name. He's been the voice you would have heard over these past, I don't know, 15, 20 years on the Plugged In features that you hear that deal with culture and media and helping uh, movies, helping families understand and process, you know, how do you live and navigate the culture in a godly way, and as you're trying to raise your family and even just take care of yourself, what goes into your brain and all that. Uh, so in any case, uh, Bob is retiring, and Kristen and Jonathan and our guest, Adam Holtz, going to be taking over in about a week or so, and that, that's who you'll be hearing on the radio. How you doing, Adam? Thanks for taking time today. How are you? I'm good, Tim. How are you doing today? Good. Am I catching an okay time still? Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, this, this is just fine. Good. It won't take more than two hours, so I hope you know. Well, you know, I probably have that much to give, and I'll just cancel <laughs> my next two meetings. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to impose more than that. So I know. I appreciate your flexibility. <laughs> Especially because didn't you write a book called Beating Busyness? I did. A, I did. A Bible study. In one, of the, in one of the incredible ironies of my life. <laughs> How's that going for you? Beating the busyness? Yeah. Well, I wrote it as a single person. I've since gotten married and had three children, so... It's more complicated than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to make your acquaintance. For folks just tuning in, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL here in Philadelphia, Adam uh, Holtz. How do you say your last name? Is it with a, like a t- Holtz. It sounds like there's a T, but there's not. Okay. Like the coach. It's you, like Lou Holtz. Yeah. But, good old. You know. Yeah. You get that all the time, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at least you led with it. Adam Holtz is our, our guest, and the plugged-in feature airs on our radio station, WFIL, often. In fact, even in our own show, it'll pop up in one of the breaks that we have. For those who aren't as familiar with it or whatever, uh, just explain, if you would, for a moment, you know, what plugged-in is in general, because there's the big umbrella, there's the website, and all the right. culture involved, and then there's the radio version of it. Right. Yeah, we uh, plugged-in is Focus on the Family's media review website, and we review... Movies, music, television, video games, books, and all sorts of things related to pop culture. So we publish about 25 pieces of content a week on various platforms, including radio. We have a radio program called the Plugged In Movie Review. 
that is a two-minute review of our main movie each week, and that's what you're referring to. But we also do a plugged-in entertainment review, which is a one-minute radio feature that airs on a lot of stations around the country, too, each day. So uh, each of those features daily is different, and we focus on a different area of entertainment. And our goal is to give you as a family everything you need to make a good decision about whether or not something is appropriate for you and your children. And over and above that, we also hope through the website and through everything we do to be equipping you to grow and thinking biblically about entertainment. So uh, I would almost think of it in terms of discipleship uh, toward discernment, uh, if you will, and, and really helping you to integrate the way you make decisions about entertainment with your faith. Absolutely. Adam Holtz is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Uh, plugged in dot focus on the family dot com. One way to get there. I'm guessing if you just type in plugged in, people will find you as well. Yeah, just plugged in dot com will take you straight there. Okay, that sounds good. Now, I'm just again, so, so people understand too, um, because th- there's a lot to cover, obviously. In fact, yeah. it's kind of, uh, you know, endless, <laughs> really. It, it's totally endless. <laughs> so Believe what, what and, and, and the reason we're having you on, actually, it's in a way long overdue to, to, to spotlight this particular ministry. Jim Daly was actually on with us recently, uh, talking uh, near the end of uh, 2019, and like a, uh-huh. kind of a panoramic view of the ministry as we were helping raise some support near the end of the year. Um, and he's in D.C. today, too, is he not? I'm, I'm he just... is, yeah. He's there for the March for Life today, and wow. President Trump is speaking there. And um, it's, a, it's a big day, actually, for the pro-life movement. Absolutely, yeah. Well, so in your, in your world, because you've been with Focus for quite some time, right? This is not a new I have, like 16 years. Okay. So people are going to start hearing your voice on the air, along with yes. Cr- Kristen and Jonathan. How's that, how is that going to work? What's the strategy behind this new team, behind the radio aspect of, of Plugged In? Well, as your regular listeners know, Bob Walshevsky has been our director for about uh, 25 years, and he stepped down. He's been in the process of stepping down for about a year, but he's still <laughs> been voicing the radio feature, yeah. uh, and he'll be wrapping that up here in the next week or so. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, we have divided up the five features that he did weekly between myself and Kristen Smith, who is another writer and contributor on our plugged-in team, um, and Jonathan McKee, who writes about technology uh, and entertainment as well and has his own ministry, and he is joining our team sort of as an adjunct, if you will, as an associate. And so he'll be doing that radio feature three days a week, and Kristen and I will be doing two days a week, at least for the foreseeable future. I'll be voicing the movie review feature that usually runs, I'm guessing, on Friday on most stations. Yeah. Uh, and then Kristen and Jonathan will be heard on uh, other days of the week. Okay. We're chatting with Adam Holtz, who is uh, with Focus and the Family and the Plugged In Wing, if you will, and uh, I'm probably guessing other hats you know, come your way, too, time, from time to time. Uh, but uh, the reason we also just want to mention, you, you started off a little earlier talking about the usefulness, really. Um, we can use all the help we can get, and and this is a, a great resource. I know our family has gone to PluggedIn.com many times when we're considering a movie. We have five children from 21 to 9. Wow. And so we kind of need, I mean, and I, I consider myself fairly plugged in, so to speak, yeah. but, but I know that I'm, I know there's way more, you know, when your kids, we homeschool too, and we kind of have like a fairly, you know, fairly close thing on, you know, thing on things, but still after, you know, even six, eight, nine, ten, 10, they, they, there are other influences popping in and you just, you discover your kids have learned things that you just had no part in. <laughs> so no, that's exactly right. And, and the thing is, you know, when, when we were growing up 25, 30, 35 years ago, 
it was easier to create a hermetically sealed media <laughs> environment. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that that should even be our ideal. I mean, I think the ideal is to teach our children to think biblically about the world that we're living in, because it's everywhere. But these days, with the advent of technology and smartphones and the Internet and, and everything, um, you know, even if you have relatively strict rules about engaging with entertainment and technology, chances are that, that they have friends who don't. And you don't have any control over what, you know, when they go over to Jimmy's house or, you know, even if you try to vet things, they can still see things more easily than they used to. And so yeah. obviously we want to protect from damaging influences, but we also want to equip them to think clearly and discerningly and biblically for themselves when they do come into contact with something that perhaps is unexpected. Absolutely. Yeah. And it really, in the end, and it's, it's fun to say that that way hermetically sealed. I mean, that as a parent, I know I, I just kind of wanted to slow down the pace at which the current might try to carry the kids in a certain direction yeah, uh, just long enough to train them more, have more time uh, to do that, and to ground them in God's word, so they can think clearly and critically when mom and dad are not around. And yes. even with mom and dad around, they may have better discernment right. <laughs> at times, uh, you know, and all that. But along those lines, then, because there is so much to wade through, and, and this may be a stepping back, quick question with plugged in what it is, because on the site, there's, I mean, there's music, there's video games, there's apps, there's TV shows, there's books, there's tech. Movies, of course, as you referenced, uh, some of it is in the radio form, which you're going to be, again, stepping into more actively now uh, yes. with Bob's retirement. But just so people understand the the scope of things, because it's not just uh, mainstream culture stuff, right? You'll have some Christian things that yeah. are reviewed as well, too, right? Yeah, no, that's right. We'll, we'll cover, we cover most Christian movies, and there was a time in our distant past when we covered Christian music pretty aggressively. Um, we don't currently have the staff to do that as much, but when stuff charts on the, on the mainstream charts, you know, if, uh, a skillet album shows up, we'll review that, yeah. um, you know, for instance. So we, we touch on the Christian stuff that's out there, but it's not our primary focus. Okay. Yeah. And that's just, again, for, for context for people as they think through, so how this can be helpful to them again. And as a dad watching the kids grow, it has been very helpful for us periodically to to jump in there uh, on your on your side of things too. You mentioned you know when you wrote that Bible study, uh, beating busyness, and and now you're you know married with children. I'm guessing that also has really been very practical, you know, in your job to to you know to be able to learn. And oh, that's a good idea. I could use I could write on that one, or conversely, be first to know how to help your ki- own kids uh, with these yeah, different topics. No, ab- absolutely. I mean, I think I think we're at a place uh, in our culture right now, Tim, where we all have to be constantly learning. Uh, again, maybe there was a time when we could have rested on our laurels as parents, but that time has passed. And even things that we think we know about, we, we have to constantly stay engaged with um, because our culture is changing so rapidly. Sometimes I feel like it's not quite daily, but even you know what was happening six months ago can feel like ancient history, which gets back to your point of grounding our kids in Scripture, um, so that we have timeless truth that's guiding us amidst all of the ephemeral stuff that's out there. And, and we understand that not every parent has the ability to research everything all the time, which is why we exist. So we're sort of a, hopefully a first line of defense in terms of understanding what's out there so that you have what you need. And there's so much out there. Uh, Netflix last year had 800 original movies and television shows. Wow. 
we have five people on our staff. Even <laughs> if we were only focused on Netflix, we can't cover all of that. But we are trying to hit the big things that are out there. This week, Amazon uh, has streaming uh, a new movie called Troop Zero, and uh, it's getting a lot of buzz, and there's a, a big marketing push for it. So you can come to our website, and you'll find that we've covered that. So we're we're definitely trying to keep up with the stuff that really is making an impact in culture uh, on all of these new streaming platforms uh, so that you're not, you know, starting from ground zero. You know that you can come to plug in and get hopefully a, at least a starting point for your conversation and your, your decision-making process. Yeah. All right. We have our guest, uh, Adam Holtz on the line and we're chatting with him about being a part of plugged in. We also very quietly in the background, hanging out, very special guest. We're going to continue our conversation with Adam in a couple of minutes, but actually right before here, we're, I was at the zoo. There's my daughter, Tori. Hey girl, can I hold Tori? Can she come over for a minute? And you, uh, the rest of you, you introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Theodora. Hi, I'm Tessa. I'm Julia. All right, so <laughs> Theodora is our nine-year-old. Tessa is our 16-year-old. And Julia, a very dear friend of the family, is our 15-year-old. And Tori, this is your, de- <laughs> your debut. Tori turned 14 yesterday. Talking about your little mermaid party girl? Yeah. You guys did a nice job supporting her at that party. Thanks. Did you have fun with it? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. All right, now you guys are in, and we're going to go to a break now. We're going to keep, we're gonna keep Adam uh, waiting, but we'll continue our chat with him in a second. Um, wow, maybe I should just let Tori take over the show. <laughs> <laughs> Tori is our special flavor girl. We love her a lot. Uh, but I have you girls in for a very special purpose, which we'll get into shortly. Are you excited? Yes. Oh, boy, are you girls going to maybe... I, I have you in for one reason, but I heard you kind of singing off the air. Maybe we'll have a little talent show action going on. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's like when it's over. It's a, <laughs> our famous Friday show continues. Stay tuned. In just a moment, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 418, the Tim DeMoss Show. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. Glad you can do so. We're continuing our conversation here in a second with uh, Adam Holes from Plugged In and also have several very special guests in studio we're going to get to. I just want to give you a quick heads up. Uh, if you have a childhood memory of an endeavor you embarked upon when you were 5, 6, 10, 15, whether it was a money-making idea or perhaps it was just a fun idea you wanted to do, uh, be thinking about that because we're going to talk about that a little bit for fun a little later on in the hour, uh, spurred on by several things that have happened recently in my own family, as well as an interview we had with Kurt Menefee from uh, Fox Sports uh, uh, Sunday. He was on with us about 10 days ago and talked about a program he's on called Top Dog. And it got me thinking about something I did when I was little involving dogs and, and, uh, and a fun little program I did in our house. But I'll share more about that in a little bit. Uh, but keep thinking about that because we'd love to hear from you, too, on that topic at 800-560-WFIL as the program progresses, 800-560-9345. 
Adam Holt's kind enough to take a few minutes out of his day with focus on the family and the uh, plugged in area of things there, which uh, over the years has had a, like, there was a print magazine for a while. Now it's primarily focused online, I believe. And yes, that's right. Uh, right. And then uh, folks, again, will hear plugged in features on our radio station here on WFIL. And uh, we have Adam on because coming up in just a, I guess, a little over a week from now, you and Kristen and Jonathan taking over for Bob, who who's the we voice are. folks may recognize. Uh, yep. you know, from all from all these years. Um, but uh, tell me this, if you would, Adam, uh, you know, as you, um, uh, you know, go through, say, a movie, which is a, the area you said you're going to be most focused on on the radio side. Is that right? Yeah. OK. Yeah. So just so people understand, too, it's not a, a thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, right. a Siskel and Ebert thing. It's a uh, well, here's the good stuff. Here's the stuff you should watch out for and then kind of help people make a decision or at least be aware of what's coming. Maybe there's a right. scene that we'll, we'll we'll put the we'll skip past that. Or just be aware, this is, this is why it's rated this way. Correct. You know, we really try to capture as objectively as possible with movies um, and everything else we do as well, but especially with movies, uh, all of the content you're going to experience in a movie. And then our reviews have a section that gives an overview. And then we look at positive content, spiritual, sexual, drug and alcohol, violence, profanity, you know, other negative themes. And then we have a conclusion. And our goal is not to tell you what to do, but to give you a, a list of all of the, of the content that shows up so that you're not surprised. Because different families and different individuals have different sensitivities. You know, one, one family might say, hey, we can navigate this. And another might say, you know, this is out of bounds. And, and even within your own family, I'm sure you know this, Tim, that you may have different children that have different sensitivities. So yeah. they may even be close to the same age, uh, but influenced in different ways by different images and ideas. And so our job as a parent is to get that right and understand how movies work on them. That's a great point. Pluggedin.com, by the way, and I want to underscore that last thing we just said and the the whole notion of presenting the information. I've always found that when we've gone there, usually for a movie, uh, to, to get some objective, here's the pieces, what do we think about that? And, and how do we want to approach this? Because even in that teaching process when a kid is a little younger as they're becoming a young adult and as they become older you maybe you the 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 boundaries stretch a little bit or you at least sit and talk through things with them that that maybe that instead of uh you know uh, you know instead of just saying i hope they don't ever watch a movie that has that in it let's talk about that aspect of things and um right anyway while they're under your roof a little bit while they're under your roof and (laughs) and even you know the ratings are they're somewhat arbitrary and they're a pretty loose guideline. You know, I saw a movie last night and I'm still working on the review. It'll be up a little bit later today called the last full measure. And it's an R rated war movie. And, um, you know, it's about Vietnam. It's got some, some harsh profanity and it's got some scenes of violence, but I think for older teens and adults, it might be a movie that has tremendous value because it underscores themes of, of sacrifice, of courage, of, you know, deep commitment to one another of the horror of war. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't probably take my 13 year old to it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if I had a 17 or 18 year old or a mature, you know, even 16 year old, I think it's a movie that if you, you dug into our review, it would give you what you need to decide, you know, yay or nay in terms of, Hey, this is a hard subject, but it might be one that's really important to talk about. And so you almost have to take things on a kid by kid movie by movie basis to decide what's best and, and what would be most profitable. You know, what, what's going to be redemptive in the end 
to engage with and what do we need to just avoid because ultimately it's not a good use of our time and our energy and our money. Well, Adam, I just want to maybe wrap up our time together um, with just so you know the context that you stepped into here in Philadelphia on WFIL. On the program that we do each afternoon here, uh, I I often say that really want the program to help people. And the best yeah. way I think I can help people is by pointing them to Christ and, and a, a, a actual saving knowledge uh, you know, of salvation with him. Then, but realizing that radio is a private medium and that people are at different points in their lives, some people might not be a Christian, but they're listening. Maybe it's clean or they find something interesting or whatever. Uh, that's fine. They can even listen to the privacy of their cars or homes without even going into a church. And so this program is constructed um, very carefully, I, I guess I would say, in the sense that I never want anyone to wonder, is Tim a Christian? What's he talking about? Or what, what kind of stuff right. is he talking about? But at the same time, there's room for me to – I'll have folks on who maybe aren't believers. We'll just talk about something kind of neutral um, but and maybe just something fun that educates. So I've, I've had people on who are experts on certain topics just to talk about something for a little while. Uh, but this is a great way – and it might just be something as simple as the weather. I mean but my mindset, my filter is how can – when people are done listening, I hope they were helped, not just I hope that they liked the show because that's kind of right. pointless. But what you're what you're doing really kind of cuts across a lot of that because it's helping almost anybody really who cares about what they're putting into their brains, right. <laughs> whether they're Christian or not. You know what, what they're reading, what they're listening to, what they're viewing, to to, to have that um, discerning grid, if you will. And in yes. the case of those who are believers, to say this is why I'm doing these things. So I just uh, you know it's a great fit when I when I learned of the transition to you and to Kristen and Jonathan, I was like, I never had Bob on the program that, you know, previous host uh, or, you know, on air voice, but this is like a very natural thing. And I love it because it's so, it, you're doing so much work to enable others who really would like to maybe do the work. They just don't have the bandwidth to do it. Yeah. You know, so. And, and I should also say that even though we're a part of focus on the family, which is a Christian ministry, um, a lot of our reviews never necessarily touch on Christianity because it may not be, a theme or an issue that comes up. Hmm. And so I would say we, we really strive to be objective that even if somebody's not coming from that perspective, you can still get useful information on what's in a movie and decide whether that's something you want to engage with or not. That's great. Adam, it's great talking with you. I know you got a lot going on, so we're, we appreciate you taking time to chat with us today. And how old are your kids, by the way? They are 9, 11, and 13. Oh, wow. How about that? Well, they, so we're they, right in the middle of it. <laughs> they're blessed to have a dad and and mom, you know, uh, who who care about these things. So yeah, that's that's great, a blessing for them. Well, hey Tim, if I could say one other thing before yeah. we close up here, sure. Um, not only are we making a transition on radio, um, we're going to be relaunching our our website here a little bit later this year. Okay, and we have just launched the Plugged In Show, which is our new podcast, and oh, so. Wow. If, if you have enjoyed our conversation today, you can get more of the same on the pluggedinshow.com. Uh, I think we just finished recording our ninth episode, so it's really brand new, um, and we, we would love to let people know about that so you can come engage with us in that way, too. Oh, wow. And is that is that a, a once-a-week thing or kind of as it's you can? once a week, yeah. Okay. Yep. What is there a day of the week that that posts or whatever? It airs, I believe, Thursday afternoons uh, is when we usually post it. Okay. So it's more of a conversational opportunity to kind of listen yeah. to the – oh, that's great. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it's, and it's most, most of the time it's our whole team or, or maybe, you know, four or five of us um, getting together. And Kristen and Jonathan and our other team members are on as well. So another opportunity to sort of, you know, peel back the curtain a little bit and see the kind of things that we talk about 
in the issues that we deal with at Plugged In. Yeah, there's so much going on, uh, you know, with the Ministry of Focus and also Plugged In. I mean, it's it's a great thing. I'm very glad we could have you on, and I know that it's a big transition time for you. So I'm thankful you took a little time to to do that, and uh, we can let folks continue to know about that uh, podcast too, because there's never enough good info to be able to, to and especially especially the fact that the current nature of it. For you to yeah. keep moving forward with these things is a great thing. Is there anything people can pray for you about? I can kind of guess, but I'll let you say. You know, obviously, we're exposed to a lot of content, and we spend time praying for each other, and we believe God has asked us to do what we're doing, but we never want to take that for granted. Um, and just the, the constantness of it, I mean, I think we we just crank all the time through the stuff that's out there, and, and so... Uh, it's important for us to get refreshing individually, I think, would be another great prayer request. Uh, and then I think for the ministry of focus on the family in general, our desire is to help families. It's a tough time for families, for moms and dads and single parents. Um, there's so much out there. So we want to be your go-to resource, not only for entertainment and technology, but for anything you're facing as a family. Um, focus hopefully has something that can encourage you or equip you or, you know, help you take the next step with the challenges you're facing in your family right now. Yeah. Do you, By the way, as you're talking there, I was just thinking, do you have any general blanket advice for people who may kind of feel like they're swimming in the middle of everything? <laughs> like, where do you start? Or, or what's important as you're just trying to help yourself and help your yeah. families think critically about what you're, you know, exposed to and what you're going to put well, in I your system? Well, I think on a really basic level... Um, take it one step at a time. It's easy to say, oh, we're never going to watch TV again, or we got to throw our smartphones away. And yet, usually that doesn't solve the problem. But I think if we can take small steps, we can curb our technology influence. Uh, and even when you're watching TV, I think a great question to ask with your kids is, you know, how is this similar to what we believe, you know, for those who are Christians, and how is it different? And so you begin to model that compare and contrast approach that shows we don't have to be afraid of the ideas in the world, but we do need to be thinking critically about them. And, and we can do that almost constantly because everything everything out there has a worldview. Everything is selling us some idea or, you know, some belief system. Uh, and let's learn to think critically about that. So that's a, a simple and concrete way to do that. That's great. Adam, thanks so much for taking time today. God bless you. Enjoy your, your weekend. And we'll hopefully we'll have you on again sometime. That'd be great, Tim. I'd love to do it. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That's Adam Holtz, editor and writer for Plugged In for many years and now going to be part of the voice of the radio features you hear on WFIL. Plugged In, one of many uh, uh, aspects or facets to the focus on the family ministry. We have a short break to take and then we'll come back and uh, continue with some very special in-studio guests. That's coming up in just a second on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Oh, nice touch there. Uh, 4.33 on Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. So, Danny, you see I have a few special guests in the studio. You have a full house over there. A very full house. Yeah, and I like that we are family music, which none of you can hear because you don't have headphones on, but that's okay. We'll get to that in a second. The forecast uh, calling for some sun and some clouds, a balance of the afternoon. 54 the high, then down to 39 tonight, maybe some rain overnight. Cloudy and rainy most of tomorrow. 55 the high, and Sunday, mix of clouds and sun, high 47. Sixers home tomorrow night against LeBron James and the Lakers at 8.30. NHL All-Star Games uh, tomorrow night. Travis connecting of the Flyers playing in the Metro Atlantic one at 8.15. The Pacific and Central are at 9.15, and they play the championship uh, 
final round of that following that. So I have sitting on my lap our sweet daughter, Victoria. And I've shared about her on the program. In fact, yesterday, day before, talked about it. it was her 14th birthday. Tori, you got to do, you got to have a birthday party yesterday. You had a little mermaid birthday party yesterday for your 14th. How did you feel about that? Was it pretty good? Uh, yeah. You were very pretty in your aqua dress. And we had we had we had little mermaid pudding and a big cupcake lovingly made with blue frosting and special presents and much love. And I'm glad you can be on the program and make your debut. So welcome. What do you think of all these buttons? All these colors? Off the air, Tori was making a lot of noise, and as soon as she sat on my lap, she got quiet. <laughs> it was beautiful. Now, you're, you have your big sisters here, right? And Jules, and they're part of the program. Good morning, or afternoon, I guess we are. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah? I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> now, I want to I set this up. The reason, not that you're not always welcome, uh, but Theodore's, so Theodore is nine, and Tori is 14, just yesterday, and Tessa is 16, and Julia is 15, and I had a guy on my show recently, his name is Kurt Menefee, he's a broadcaster on football with Terry Bradshaw, a bunch of other well-known football people, and he's hosting a show called Top Dog, it's uh, on A&E, I think Wednesday nights, it's kind of like a Ninja Warrior turtle, whatever, Ninja Warrior, not turtle, thing for, for dogs, <laughs> And it got me thinking. So I'm just going to play this one-minute clip of Kurt Menefee. He was on with us, I think, the 6th of January. And here's what he had to say about why, as famous as he's been hosting this football program for years, why he's stepping over and also doing this other program on, on A&E. Dog competition series where you get uh, four police dogs from around the country, one from Live PD, which is a very popular show, on A&E. So people know that canine. They know the police officer and then three other law enforcement agencies around the country, and they all compete along with one civilian underdog, which is basically your family pet. doesn't matter what the breed is, how big it is, how small it is, male, female, but they compete over an obstacle course. Uh, and it's all timed events. They climb walls, jump fences, swim in pools, have to sniff out different uh, scents along the way. Uh, and it's just really a great opportunity for people to see these dogs work uh, and have fun at the same time. Because I, I think so often, especially with police dogs, we see them working in a negative environment. But this is a fun type of competition where they're, you know, they're going and swimming in a pool or they're going after a ball or whatever it is. It's not a trick show, and it's not a who's the cutest dog in the world show because they're all cute. I mean, <laughs> right. it, every dog's cute, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so I've always been a dog guy, and I, I think just when I was approached about it, I'm like, okay, I'll do anything involving dogs. I've got you know, two rescue dogs at home, uh, I've had dogs throughout much of my adult life in particular, um, but just love dogs. Love, I mean, I'm one of those guys that every dog I see I want to pet and, you know, hey, how cute you are and can you do this trick and that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's Kurt Menefee on the program just a couple of weeks ago talking about the, that program Top Dog. And that got me to thinking when I was a kid about a dog show I did in our house, right in our living room. Uh, this is a, it tells you how old I am there. You know, there's no internet and all that. I just was downstairs and we had the encyclopedias out. And I went through, I just thought, how cool would it be to have, like, this whole thing about dogs? Now, we didn't have a dog growing up. There was no reason to think that other than it just popped into my head, and all of a sudden my whole day was planned for me. And so I wound up getting a yellow legal pad out, and I wrote down 
just whatever I could about dogs. And then I made a program, one single sheet of paper, and forced, so to speak, my mom and dad, you know, grandma and grandpa, and all my sis- my brothers and sister to come sit in the living room and watch this program happen. So they really weren't very excited about it, but they were willing to play along. And uh, on the on the sheet, which has become kind of a family document at this point, uh, there's like, you know, an offering, a national anthem, two bathroom breaks that I hand wrote, and they were both near the end. For That's just when it happened to occur to me. So uh, it got me thinking about what are some things that um, the kids do when you're younger that appear very fun to you, and then sometimes they're about money, and sometimes it's just about doing it. So now Theodora had a dog-related one. I thought we'd start with that one. What What is your – you have a dog-walking business you're trying to start now, right? Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so what, what was the name of it again? Uh, Midnight Meows and Daytime Dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what's the plan? What's the thought behind this new business? You haven't started yet, right? No way. I know I work a lot, but I don't think I've missed this. Okay, so go ahead. Well, basically, my friends and I, we're just always coming up with, like, little jobs that we can do. And we're like, oh, hey, why don't we do something with animals? Okay. And so, yeah. All right, so specifically dogs and, and cats. Mm-hmm. But if you're you're nine, so if you're really gonna, what are you gonna do? Walk these dogs? Yeah, I haven't had much experience, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you have dogs in the neighborhood. Yep. So you, on foot, you could actually get to these places. It's not like you're gonna drive yourself somewhere. I hope, right? Um, okay, right. Thank you yeah. for the answer. All right, now, uh, what's the what's the price for this service? Or what are you offering to do? Just walk the dog? Do you let? Can people go away on vacation? Yeah, they go. Well. They can basically choose what they want me to do, but um, okay. yeah, we can just we can either just watch uh, the dogs for a day or the, the cats for a day. Okay. Or we can just you know watch them for how long, however long that uh, the people are gone. So. All right. Now, Tori, Theodore is explaining her situation. Do you have an idea you want to share? All right. Well, let's let's let let's let. Uh, you tell mom, right? You tell mom. Wait a minute. What's the price structure for this? Have you thought of a business model? Not much. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. have? Well, I saw you had a grid written down. Something like one, if you if you hire you for one to three days, it's a certain amount. And okay, two... Dad, don't mock me. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm one. Okay, anyway. Well, you can share more about it if you want. Now, Tessa and Julia, how old were you when you started your business? You had a business, right? Yes. And how, I, how old were you? I can't remember. I think it was like two years ago, which okay. I would have been 12 and Tessa would have been 13. Okay. Yeah. And and tell us about what made you think of what was it? What was it called and uh, what was it about? It was called Tulip because it was kind of our names joined together like Tessa, which is the T, and then like U-L-I, which was Julia. And yeah. then I guess – I think actually Julia's sister came up with it. Julia and I were texting coming up. We were like – I think she said Tulia. Yeah. And I then Alicia okay. was like, why don't you call it Tulip? Which is a pretty name. And also because you're, since you're doing. It was about, it's uh, like body butters and sugar scrubs and things like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you first thought of the idea, what, was there something that made you think of even making those products? Like. I think we were actually going to do bath bombs first. And I don't know why, but we, we just started creating logos online. We didn't even, just for fun. Okay. And so, then we changed it. 
So it's actually, that's what I mean. Like sometimes it might be like, I need money. What can I do? Oh, it might be like, I like why. drawing logos. And then it's like, oh, maybe I'll have a business too. Like was it, was it because of just drawing remember? logos and having remember. fun? It started out as like, yeah, us just like drawing logos. And then we actually needed money. We actually made a lot, like quite like a lot of money. I saw the car you guys <laughs> rolled in. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so you did. The body, body, but uh, what was it called? Body butters, yeah, and sugar scrubs, yeah. And so, how? What was? What was the? What was it like? You know, you're at the 14, 13. I mean, I was, I was roped into that a little bit. We started doing a little bit of a. You were roped in a lot. Well, there's stuff like how do you? What? What are you going to package them in? Like what? What's one thing you learned? You know, when you were doing that, one challenge you guys faced when you were trying to figure out how to do this. Uh, well, I learned that businesses don't just, especially for people. Who actually run real businesses is not easy at all, and yeah. there's a lot of factors that go into it. We had to order all the ingredients and then the jars that we had to put it in, and then like stickers. And we were like, "Oh, well, you have to, to pay money to make money." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the, you know that's a good point. The labels, right, to make sure yeah. they're the right size, and the jars, like how much of a serving size or whatever you call it, is too little or too much. Like, what right. would people want? How fast would you go through the product? Therefore, you have to make sure you're selling enough of it in a single serving. And we had to keep in mind, like, writing out ingredients in case people were, like, allergic to a certain Isn't that something? Thing written, yeah. Yeah. So. How about you, Julia? Did You concur. You're nodding. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually cured someone's eczema. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. That's so, right. I yeah. remember that. They had tried other bunch of other things, too, right? And they liked yeah. your... Was it the body, the body butter? body butter, yeah. That stuff smelled really good. It was no, nice. Yeah. It did... Making it this shea butter literally like we were gagging making it the, like it the was shea really butter disgusting. itself smelled terrible. It was the essential oils that made it smell better. I don't ah. know why. Yeah, but it was not delicious. <laughs> you just tuning in. It's the Tim DeMoss show on WFIL, and we were at the zoo this afternoon and had a wonderful time. And uh, my wife is here, and our daughter Tori is here, and Alicia is here, who works with our daughter Tori. Tori has special needs, and she's come a very long way. She's fourteen now. And also here is uh, Tessa, who's our 16-year-old, and uh, Theodora is our 9-year-old, and Julia, a very dear friend of our family, is 15? Almost 15. <laughs> I forget how old you I'm are. 15. <laughs> I forget how old you are. Yes, right. Okay, so you're here, and we're in studio. And so we're just sharing some fun stories about things that have been done uh, when, you know, people sometimes they cut lawns, and they do things that they do, they do uh, you know, garage sales. This is not about, like, how did you make money necessarily, but... Uh, if you have a fun little story you'd like to share with us, that's fine, too. 800-560-WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. We'll take a quick break. We also have our pun segment to cap things off, and I understand you ladies are willing to help with that. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So it sounds like you guys have learned some good things. Uh, on, on the business side of things, just back to you, Theodore, before the break, uh, you know, you, you have this plan. I know that you want to kind of give it like a bit of a discount if somebody works, you know, hires you for a longer period of time, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of trying to offer that, right? Yep. Okay. But you got to be careful how you do that because you can wind up, you know, selling your services too cheaply. So that's what we were talking about back at the house. Well, we're kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is some learning involved. And that's where the adults hopefully help and maybe make some mistakes and you have some victories too. Because back to you, Julia and Tessa with the... But your business, how long did that go for? How long did you do it? Uh, on and off for maybe, what do you say? I would say like eight months. Okay. And you had some customers. That was another part of the challenge, right? Yeah. How do you yeah. get a customer and how do you service them, especially if they're not your neighbor or your parents? It was pretty much <laughs> all your coworkers. 
Well, they liked it. There are people from church too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the whole issue of distribution is another mm-hmm. thing when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. How do you get your product to the people and make it available to them? Yeah, we didn't have to pay for shipping, which oh, yeah. was nice. Yeah. You were a nice salesman. Yeah, I was happy to help. <laughs> Amazon um, Prime guy. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> One of the other hats I wear. Let's take a short break. We'll come back. If you want to chime in, 800-560-WFIL. Just a fun thing you may have done when you were a kid, perhaps. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, 800-560-9345. And we have our fun pun segment to cap things off with on the back end. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com and on the app. Thanks for tuning in. You're making fun of me. <laughs> no, I was. I was. You were uh, laughing at me. I, 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 uh, we, we. Sorry. You're just tuning in. It's our famous Friday show. We're having a little fun today. Earlier in the hour, we had a gentleman uh, named Adam Holtz who works for Focus on the Family, one of the many features that Focus on the Family, which airs at 7 o'clock each weekday morning on our station, has is something called Plugged In, which allows uh, parents. It's a great resource, pluggedin.com to uh, find out you know what's going on in the world of movies and TV and radio or uh, music and uh, video games, tech, books, lots of things. And they have a staff that works on you know, viewing and giving you ideas as to you know what you're getting into when you pick up a certain book or, or a movie or whatever it might be, and the positive, the negative, and the different elements. So I uh, highly recommend that. Pluggedin.com, I know our family has used that. And Adam is going to be the new voice of that radio feature, going to be on our station in a couple of weeks as far as the changeover. There's been a long time a guy is retiring uh, named Bob, and good old Bob. Bob is going to be wrapping up in the next week. But... To kind of uh, segue to the second half of our program, I was at the zoo this afternoon. We had a wonderful time. Um, what was your favorite part at the zoo? I, I hadn't been. There's Elmwood Zoo. I'd never been. I think hmm, my favorite part was probably seeing the – well, I have two. Probably the red panda and uh, the jaguars. Yeah. I, you, you were kind enough to lead me there. I only was able to sneak over for part of the time, but you guys got there earlier than I did. Red panda looked like he was just – just chilling. He'd been sleeping the whole time we were there. Well, he's nocturnal, right? So this, he works a different shift than we do. So So that's why sad. he was resting. The, the jaguar was very cool, as was the – wasn't there a cheetah there too? Yeah, and you notice a lot. Yeah. yeah. How about you girls? What did you, what did you like? The monkeys. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they were very funny. They were bouncy. Yeah, how about you, Jules? I used to do a summer camp that went to Elmwood Zoo every summer. So I've been there like five times, but I haven't been there in like five years. Okay. So I, it was weird how like I knew where everything was still. Okay. And I like the monkeys, though, because they were crazy. Yeah. Also, there are donkeys. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah donkeys. donkeys. And there were sheep. They're called Jacob's sheep, and they could grow up to six horns. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, they were funny looking. It was a nice, calm place. And part of that is the function of the weather. I'm sure there weren't a lot of people out, but it was also just, an, it seemed to be laid out nicely. So I think I have a new place. We'll, maybe we'll get to go again sometime. Now, uh, we have our pun segment coming up in a few minutes. Are you, okay. So you guys will be ready for that? Yeah, yeah yes, okay. we are. But um, before we get to that, uh, I have one quick thing that does not involve you, but you're welcome to listen if you like. Okay. okay. I just want to mention to folks, we've been talking about 
our partnership with Preborn since January is Sanctity of Human Life Month. And what we're trying to do is provide ultrasounds for pregnant women and girls who might otherwise be inclined to having, uh, you know, an, an abortion to say, at least take a look and see the baby in your belly and, uh, and see uh, what's going on. So long story short, you've been hearing us talk about this for a few weeks during this month of January. We have had a very nice spike in the last few days, and we are only 66 ultrasounds away from hitting the goal, which is excellent. We're trying to provide um, 400 total for the year, basically you know, one a day, and they're $28 a piece. So we're very, very grateful to all the folks who have been kind enough to step up and help out. And if you would like to do the same thing, it's very simple. 833-850-BABY is the number. 833-850-BABY. Or you can uh, go online at uh, WFL.com and click the pre-born banner. Psalm 139 is a great psalm. It talks about God knowing us, being knit together in our mother's wombs. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, of course, there are a lot of ways to be pro-life, the big rally in in Washington, D.C. today and all that, uh, with the president being there, a historic day in that regard. Those are all good things. I would still say and suggest that each one of us um, seek to be pro-life in our our day-to-day. And that includes, um, you know, if there's a woman who – and pre-born actually does this – then don't just offer an ultrasound and say, see, look, and then uh, a woman decides to keep her child. They offer ongoing support, which is really, to me, what you need. Would you be willing to take a woman in your home who needs a place to stay and, and have her baby and get on her feet or provide the diapers and things that she needs to take care of her child? That's what being pro-life to me, I think, is. And there are even other ways you can do it. So we're excited. Thank you to all those who have helped out. We're coming down the home stretch of the month and of our goal. Very excited that we jumped from the 30% to like 86% of the way there or something. So, again, 833-850-BABY. If you want to help out, 833-850-2229 or click the pre-born banner at WFIL.com. And uh, thank you so much for your consideration. You can call that number anytime, day or night. We're down in the, like I think it's 66 or less that we need. And maybe you could pick up one or two or the cost of five or ten and help us knock this out. Uh, today or even today even today okay short break come back with our fun pun segment girls are you ready you've been reading through the ones that you've you've chosen is that right yep okay all right so we're going to come back to you it's tim demar show joined by tessa and julia and theodora tori has made her way home and uh we'll be back in just a moment wfil have a guest you'd like to hear on the tim demar show on am 560 wfil email timmy d at wfil.com Carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. That's good. That's good. That was lovely. Well, I thought we'd use your vocal abilities here. You're welcome. In our final segment of the show, we're being joined by our nine-year-old Theodora. Uh, Tessa is 16 and Julia is 15. And we are having a fun time here as we wrap up the week in our fun pun segment. That's you... punny. Well, that's punny. You actually got my age right. right out of your mouth. Are you guys ready to roll? Yes. Let's make use of the final couple minutes we have. Let's go old to young. All right. All right. Come on. Go. <laughs> go ahead. What Jill. does a dolphin say when he's confused? What does a dolphin say when he's confused? Can you please be more Pacific? Ha, ha, Pacific? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julia. 
What do you call the king of vegetables? What do you call the king of vegetables? Elvis Parsley. <laughs> That's an herb. <laughs> All right, Theodora, you're up. All right. Why did the apricot ask the prune to dinner? Why did the apricot ask the prune to dinner? Because he couldn't find a date. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right, Tessa, you're up. Um, what did the bird watcher say when she mistook a hawk for an eagle? A bird watcher? What did she say when she mistook a hawk for an eagle? Well, this is awkward. <laughs> That's just embarrassing. <laughs> All right, Jules. How much money does a pirate pay for corn? How much money does a pirate pay for corn? A buccaneer. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> a buck and ear of corn. Uh, oh, oh, buck and oh! oh come on. Right. I can see the light bulb come on in front of my eyes. Theodore, what do you got? What did the left eye say to the right eye? What did the left eye say to the right eye? Between you and me, something smells. <laughs> <laughs> One more each things? quickly, ladies. Tessa. Uh, uh, what happened to the origami business I put all my m- spare money into? What happened to the origami business I put all my spare money into? It folded. <laughs> <laughs> Julia? What did the French woman say when asked if she would like to play video games? What did the French woman say when asked to play video games? I don't know. We. Oui. And Theodora One more One more What do you get if you cross an angry sheep and a moody cow? An angry sheep and a moody cow What's that? (sighs) An animal that's in a bad mood What would you do with a brain if you had one? And that'll do it Thank you for coming in ladies Have a wonderful Well I'll see you soon Uh, (laughs) And each of our listeners do the same Jim Maximax 413 Ministries Leads in prayer again Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.